Did you know that this show is 100% listener-sponsored? If you would like to help sponsor the show and become a vital part in producing it, please consider joining Hero Hero or Patreon. What's the difference between those, you might ask yourself? Let me tell you. Patreon is your more classic experience. There's levels. You can join at a dollar, two dollars, all the way up to $35. You get different stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to join Hero Hero, everyone pays the same amount. Everyone gets the exact same thing. $8 a month locked in for life. So even if we raise it, you're not going to pay more than $8. And the difference between Hero Hero and Patreon is that with Patreon, you get merch. With Hero Hero, you don't, but you get all the stuff we offer you. Yes. Like what, Dennis? Well, you get our monthly vlog called The Lost Tapes, where we go around and visit different places and have different experiences together. You get ad-free episodes of The Check-In. You get Checking In With, our bonus podcast, where we interview different people. There's hours and hours and hours hours of content. You also get movie commentary once a month. And there's like 10 of them up there now. Yeah. My favorite thing, and I think the thing that you are getting the most value from is the live shows. Yo, We record this podcast live twice a month and we do it with a live chat. We sit and talk to our live chat for much longer than we probably should. <laughs> yes. It takes us two to three hours to record an episode. And you see how long these episodes are. They're not two to three hours. No. We have so much fun. It's a community. We all talk to each other. And it really is such a high value piece of this whole project. Yes. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash Dennis Callow, my name, our Patreon, or herohero.co slash Bethany Watson and Dennis Callow and join today and help support the show. That's patreon.com slash Dennis Callow or herohero.co slash Bethany Watson and Dennis Callow. Consider joining today, won't you? Links are in the show notes if that seems like a mouthful. Do not adjust your radio. Do not adjust your television set. You are tuned in correctly to the check-in spooky season edition. Do not fear. Do not panic. Do not shit your pants. <laughs> Welcome to the check-in horror show. See, I also contributed. <laughs> This is The Check-In. My name is Dennis Callow. My name is Bethany Watson. And you know what, Bethany? What? We haunt together. <laughs> we hunt the ghosts together. We go on haunted road trips together. Yes. We watch scary movies together. And now we are in the perfect season for our kin. Kin? Uh, our uh, like-minded and kith and kin. Kith. It's fucking spooky season, no, it's you pieces great. of shit. It's and I'm so happy that we're going to do this. This is Me the best. Too. I'm so excited, guys. Like, this is the best time of the year. I know. We're thrilled Everything's cozy. We have a window open. It's raining out. It's cold. Uh -huh. I'm wearing a sweater. I'm wearing some type of sweater gown. My yes. sweater has bats on it. it. And little skulls. Your choker has a bat on it. Yeah, we're real bat-forward family. And while we do identify as spooky all year round, mm -hmm. 365, 24-7, mm -hmm. the feeling of this season, there is it's like no other. Yeah, no, this is the time we come alive. This is more exciting for me, not for you, than Christmas. Oh, yeah, no, I. this is great. Christmas, yeah. love Christmas. Love but Christmas. Halloween, babe, this is like, okay, it's everything's going to be all right. It's the start of like summer's fucking dead, yeah. thank God, and Summer now we can go. Summer is the promise of Halloween. We have such a great show planned for you. Yes. Uh, but first, we have to do a little bit of stuff. First things first, shout out to our Patreon.com slash Dennis Callow, our $5 and up patrons. 
are watching us live right now. Yes. Uh, shout out to our chat. Yes. Everyone is real excited for spooky season. Yes. I got so excited. I forgot like the spiel that we do at the beginning. I know. There's a, no, there's a whole spiel. So we've started this new tradition that I really love where you gentle listeners send us your cute or funny pet stories. Yes. We got an email from Stephanie. She said, hi, Bethany and Dennis, you requested pet stories. And while I have a billion of those, I think I need to tell you one of my favorite questions to ask pet people. Okay. Describe your pet as a stereotypical college student. Mm -hmm. She said the answers are hilarious. So here are her answers to that question. Okay. Describe your pet as a stereotypical college student. Okay. She says, Earl goes to a prestigious university. (laughs) Earl's a cat. Yeah. Uh, They're both cats. Yeah. He is the intellectual. He never misses class and Uh, asks questions that often frustrate his professors. He is a philosophy or lit major. You can find him studying at the local coffee shop, sipping on an Earl Grey tea, of course. (laughs) He tends to wear chunky sweaters or tweed jackets with elbow patches. You Mm. love that, Dennis. Are you kidding me? At parties, he brings his own bottle of scotch and sips it in the corner, occasionally finding someone to have a lighthearted debate with. So that's Earl the cat. We love Earl the cat. This is Ralphie the cat. Okay. Ralphie goes to a large state school, but he's probably (laughs) majoring in business, but barely knows because he doesn't attend classes too often, to be honest. Yeah. He plays lacrosse and only dresses in athletic wear. He hits the top of every door frame he walks through. (laughs) He's often the first to do a keg stand and loves a good four loco. (laughs) He wants to rush, but the frats think he might be a liability. I love that. This is the cat. Let me see. Can you describe this picture? Oh my god. Okay, so so they're both wearing like human clothes. Earl is wearing like a a, a sort of like a gingham like plaid shirt yeah. buttoned down and looks like he looks like he's like posing like a little old man, yeah. very serious. And then to his right <laughs> is what was the what was the the Daffy Duck when he did put the bananas like on the his, Chiquita Banana Lady. I think she has a name. I'm sure she does, and I can't think of what it is. Yeah, Carmen. Carmen. Something. So if you remember that, yes, it's Do- Daffy Duck, not Donald Duck. Uh, it, that's what he looks like. Yeah, and he's wearing like a rainbow sweater. Yeah, and he has when you're gift wrapping something at Target, you can find those pre curled ribbons that are all attached to like a plastic yeah, disc, I, and yep, you just yep, put that yep, on the present. Yep. He's wearing one of those on his head. It's amazing. It's one of the best pictures I've ever seen. It's great. So thank you very much for that email. Uh, we don't have any shout outs this week. Nope. Uh, but thank you all f- to our $1 and $2 patrons. Without you, we couldn't keep doing this every month. Yeah. So, Bethany, you know what that means. It's time for a quick how do we do this week before yes. we get into spooky stories. A very haunted how do we do this week because, Bethany, we had a very haunting couple of weeks. You took us to see Halloween 3 Season of the Witch in theaters. Yes. Which is, I think, both of our favorite Halloween movies, like Halloween the franchise movies. Yes. Um, uh, yes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I have to big, big shout out to our listeners, Aida. Yeah. Uh, she tipped me off to this. It was at a place called Look Cinemas, which I'd never heard of. It's like a dine-in cinema yeah. experience. Yeah, you know? totally. And um, we have not been on a date in like a proper date in yeah. so long. And yeah thank god i'm out of debt so i can do things now yeah that that are like nice for us and i can treat you to things and so be like nice. hey let me take you out we're gonna get dinner yeah. we're gonna watch a movie and we're gonna see this amazing movie that i've never seen in the theater before yeah uh and it was absolutely wonderful it was so much fun it was really good to have a chance to like sit and 
you know, we went to a little cafe beforehand and talked to each other and have each other's full attention. And we weren't worrying about work. We walked around and it was just really, it was a good reminder of the Dennis that I'm dating who is not my business partner, <laughs> right? Because right? those yeah. worlds get real muddied. I, we, we've we been consistently working almost every day for yeah. the last few weeks. And, um, you know, if you don't take a break from that and be like, hey, I'm also the person who is like totally in love with you. Yeah. Then, you know, then, then things sort of, it's not that things get strained, but you have to have a line. Yeah. You have to like really make time for each other. Yeah. Uh, especially in a very unique relationship like this one where we're constantly working together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I had the best time. I was completely like off my phone. Yeah. I was totally focused on us. I didn't care about anything. I didn't want to post anything. Mm-hmm. Like I was definitely taking video to yeah. like document the experience and then post it later. Yeah. But I was really focused on just us and the movie. And then like for... I would say, like, I mean, the duration of the movie was like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. I didn't think about anything. No, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wonderful. So thank you for taking us on that. Oh, uh, you're so welcome. And I want to thank you for something else. Well, okay. You uh, have brought a new energy into our home because you did one of your puttering sessions, one of your 11 oh. p.m. puttering sessions, and you sort of revamped our living room situation. Yeah. yeah. It looks so Great. I don't know, gentle listener, if you move your furniture around every once in a while or change the decor on your walls and clean things up a little bit, it makes your mind feel like things are going to be okay. (laughs) That's what you said to me today. You were like, yeah, it kind of tricks your brain into thinking everything's going to be all right. I'm like, we'll be fine. (laughs) So thank you. Do you want to describe like what you did to our living room? Yeah. So my DVD and Blu-ray collection has sort of been a mess. Like I've been getting these uh, very interesting um, storage units for them. Uh They are uh, completely biodegradable. So they're made out of recycled materials, and then they it's the, the shelves themselves can be recycled. Which is crazy. So I like that better than getting, like, shitty wood yeah. that was going to break and then sit in the landfill. Yeah. So I've been getting them in fits and starts uh, just to save money and, yeah. like, all that stuff. But now I'm like, you know what? I can worry a little bit less. I am going to finish this project. Yeah. And as you're finishing a project like that, you start to see the living room itself right so that corner my little how can i describe this corner this corner i always wanted to feel like a blockbuster Uh uh-huh but like a really nice one yes like if if blockbuster got turned into like a fancy new starbucks yes if they yeah if they had a barista exactly daniel so i just sort of made this little video store-esque corner in the living room but i noticed that everything was sort of like disorganized yeah it felt like we were just throwing stuff at the living room and seeing what stuck our mantle had like the ashes of our yes. past cats, but yeah. also a mace, but also, right. you know, candles, but also some trophies from film festivals, but also, and it was, there was a lot going on. Yeah. So I looked at you and I said, hey, I'm going to do something. Okay. <laughs> Just bear with me. Uh, bear with me. And, and I went, was half asleep. Okay. And so you fell asleep yes. and, I, and I started to work. And you you got up from your nap and you came in and went, oh, my God, yeah. because I had basically just rearranged everything. So it was super like intentional stuff up off the floor. We had a lot of things sitting on the hearth. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of that up off the floor. Got the shelves like moved up against the wall in a way that they couldn't be before. And my favorite thing is that we have a <laughs> giant portrait of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, yes, yeah. that is framed and was sitting over your bookshelves. Yeah. Well, now, the DVD and Blu-ray shelves. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And now we have replaced, you replaced that with um your 2001 A Space Odyssey poster. Which no, no, is- The Shining. Oh, it's the shining, yeah, the poster. shining and rolling thunder. But that's okay because I, I do have a 2001 a Space Odyssey poster. The as well. yellow is involved somehow yeah, in those posters. Yeah, it's the Shining. Yeah. 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 So the Shining poster is up, and it's beautiful, and it's like a collector's item. It, it is art itself, and so you have that up, which makes it feel more like a video store. And as such, we are going to be moving the striking portrait of you and me to over our staircase. Yes. So it's like the yeah. first thing you see, see when you walk in is a giant portrait so of us. This was the reason that we have that is because when an acquired taste was happening, we got this wonderful sponsorship from this company that like prints out and frames your stuff for you. And I was like, can we do this? And they said, sure. And so we got like a 72 by 64. No, you like- got it and surprised me with it. I opened this thing and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's amazing. It's amazing. So. Uh, so I'm excited. Folks, normalize large format portraiture normalize of yourselves. Normalize large format portraiture. Of yourselves. Of yourselves. But Bring do, it but back. Have fun with it. Yeah. So this all kind of like leads into, oh, wow, what a great lesson about our relationship okay. or something that we've learned about each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that was really missing was I, I, I totally just wiped off the mantle. And there was this big empty space. Yeah. And you sort of started saying, well, we could do that. I said, you know what? No, let's be intentional about this. Let's go to Goodwill and see what we find. Our favorite department store. Right, our favorite department store. We go store. there for everything. Yes. And you can find it. So we went to our Goodwill. Yeah. And I found something. And I said, I think you're going to like this. I showed this thing to you, which is a mirror within a mirror. Yep. And it was beautiful. Like it was like gold framed. It was yeah. perfect for it's us. Great. Yeah. And you were like, oh my God, we're getting this. This perfect. is perfect. So the lesson is this, is that we've learned to meld our styles together. Yeah. And like, I really enjoy knowing what you like. Yes. And I enjoy you knowing what I like. Totally. And I've definitely gone more onto the over the top gothic style uh-huh. that you love. Like yeah. I'm starting to embrace it. Yeah. But it's nice that we're sort of melding in and understanding each other in that sense because I think it's really important because it's your self-expression. Totally. And you want to squash that in the other person. Right. You know, you want to understand it and then kind of embrace it. And I think there's a metaphor in there too, which is like the point you're making, which is that my style is gothic Victorian maximalism. Slightly gaudy. A little gaudy. <laughs> and your style is was when we first met like mid-century modern preppy mid-century modern minimalism uh, yeah a la wes anderson right yeah, yeah absolutely and so a lot of the furniture you have is mid-century furniture which is yeah. awesome yeah and i would never have thought or understood how beautiful those two styles can be when they're put together it makes it this super interesting aesthetic to look at. Yeah. Because we have like gilded tables sitting next to a clean line white armchair. Yep. And yep, it yep. looks awesome. It looks awesome. And it, we have like yeah. a Pendleton blanket yeah. lying on like a big overstuffed couch. And it looks awesome. It looks great. And these two very, very like almost opposite styles can make something really cool together in yes. a way that is... Super different than anything else. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And it all sort of flows in uh-huh. this nice way in the living room. Like each style goes into each other and nothing seems off. No. You know? It's wonderful. It's really nice. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen and pets of all ages, for the next two segments, we will be reading your listener scary tales. And then I'm going to add lightning sounds here. And who would like to begin this spooky segment, Bethany? Tis I, Bethany, who will begin it. You sounded like you had something in your throat. Hey, it's me. (laughs) Hey, everybody, it's me. Your spooky friend, Bethany. (laughs) Oh, hello. It's your friend, Bethany, here. I want to tell you about something very cool that I have just launched. It is a clothing rental website called Bewitch Your Wardrobe. You've probably heard of other clothing rental websites before. The dumb ones that can be so expensive, over $100, and you do not get to choose your clothes, and you do not get to choose how many times you swap out your rentals. With BewitchYourWardrobe.com, it is $50 a month, and you get unlimited clothing swaps all month. And that does not change. I, in the past, have changed out eight times (laughs) over the month. So go to bewitchyourwardrobe.com and check it out for yourself. Free shipping, free returns. We clean these suckers beautifully. And the items that you pick are the items they send to you. And if you fall in love with an item you rent, you get to buy it at a deep discount. So bewitchyourwardrobe.com. It's my new rental service. I'm so excited about it. And transform your style again and again. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Fucking nailed it. Okay. Okay. What is this? What, what, what? Bethany, what is this one called? Do you want to start with a super long one or a shorty? An appetizer. I would like a shorty. Okay. Is this from a shorty? I don't know. Okay. I don't know her height. All right. Are you going to be doing a voice or no? No. Oh, shit. I think it'll be distracting (laughs) and weird. Well, I'm staying in character, so fuck you. Okay, but I will be like spooky. Ah, yes. Intense. Yeah. Yes. This is from Christina. She sent us so many. <laughs> and they're all Okay, wait, yeah, fun okay, fact. Okay. So yeah. in this one, yeah. there's a bunch of small stories. And I was like, okay, I was reading it ahead of time and I had my highlighter. And I was right. like, I'll just highlight the ones that are good. Okay. They are all highlighted. Oh my God. So these may spill into next episode. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, okay. Here we go. September 2003. No. That was where matches. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm just moving them out of the okay. way of the camera. Are you doing fidgeting? Do you need to spin? No, no, I'm good. I'm gonna sit and okay. be quiet. September 2003, I lived in the basement apartment, and every time I went to the bathroom to wash my hands, I would not look in the mirror because it felt like someone was standing behind me and I would see them in the mirror. Hell no. Never said anything about it because it was weird. My boyfriend spends the night, nice, brushes his teeth and walks into the bedroom and asks, hey, Do you feel like someone is behind you when you brush your teeth? I'm out. Me? Nope. No idea what you're talking about. Didn't want to scare him and have him leave me there alone. Cue a couple of days later. I'm sleeping alone. I wake up feeling like someone is watching me. I slide my arm up the wall trying to reach the light switch and I flick it on. What do you think is there, Dennis? Please, no. Hmm. It's something. A doge, a doge, no, a little doge that looks doge. so cute, and he's wearing a little t-shirt that nope. says, "Hey, guy." Not that. Okay. 
An old woman with blonde hair in a white nightgown no. had been standing beside my bed, bending over to stare at my face. When I turned on the light, she slowly moved back to a standing straight position, pivoted, and walked out of the room. Christina's insane because she says I got the courage to peer into the hall. Uh, what? Okay, hold on a sec. Christina, are you out of your mind? I know. She didn't pull the blankets over her head. She investigated. And I watched her walk down the hallway and never look back. She turned toward the bathroom door. Related to that, while I lived there, whenever I stayed up late baking cakes or doing dishes, I would see the shadow of a little boy running past like he wanted to see what I was doing, but didn't want to get caught spying. Oof. So you know when you see an old woman leaning over you in the dark and you flip the light on, she's supposed to disappear. Okay, first of all, yes, imagine, it's your imagination. Well, no, right, but not in this case. No. She just stood back up and walked down the hall towards the bathroom. That's terrifying. Please rem- put a pin in this old woman with blonde hair. She, she will sh- reappear. Oh, she's a recurring? Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope she's got, sa- she, yeah. maybe she has sag dudes. She's an over five. Yeah, she's an yeah. over five recurring. Yeah. But she's silent. But she's so silent. Maybe she does, she's below five. I don't know, man. All right, Bethany, now okay. it's my turn. Okay. And if this voice is annoying, I will not do it. I'll just let you know. Okay. This comes from Nicole, who is also in our chat. Hello, Nicole. Hello. I am one of the Nicoles, she, her, <laughs> from the live recording chat. Here is where I tell everyone to become a patron. Yay! It is so great to have a hang with my buds to look forward to every other week. We enjoy it too, Nicole. Anyway, here is my lame but true ghost story. My husband, cousin, and... Wait, no, that sounded weird. (laughs) My husband, cousin, and I drove from Missouri to Colorado to visit the Stanley Hotel. The famous hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining, which I have a poster for, which is hanging in my little... uh, Video store. It's yellow. It is beautiful and creepy. I definitely recommend the pilgrimage to any horror fan. (laughs) We stayed a few doors down from the famous 217 and spent the morning taking pictures around the hotel, ending at a cool-looking desk on our floor. Nice. We prepared to leave for an afternoon in the mountains, and I could not find my gloves. (gasps) We looked everywhere. We took pictures. We looked around. When we returned to the hotel, my glove sat perfectly at the desk where we had taken the pictures earlier. We looked back at the pictures, and I did not have my gloves in them. (gasps) Later on our ghost tour, we learned of a ghost maid who liked to help guests. My husband said it was probably a real live maid, but how would they know exactly where I would notice the gloves? This is awesome. My cousin had a much cooler experience. (laughs) Swearing she heard my voice whisper slash scream, you know, a loud, forceful whisper, her name a few times. So much so that she sat up and looked around, only to see my husband and I fast asleep. Like I said, super lame, but maybe true. That's so cool. That's great. Nicole, thank you so much. Uh, I hope you guys like my Vincent Price voice. I can only, I, is it, should I stop doing no, it? No, I enjoy it. Okay. Keep it up. Okay. Uh, I love the fact that you can go back and look at the pictures and the gloves aren't there. I know. I love that. Nicole, great story. Great story. That's really great. I love it. Okay. Okay. This is Christina's next story. Same house. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? Fucking soda water went down. You're the one who keeps moving the table for the record. Okay. Let's continue, my love. 
Same house. August 2011. My nephew had a toy phone. Mm. You know those old-fashioned rotary baby phones? One was in Skinamarink. Skinamarink. I was just going to say Skinamarink. The movie Skinamarink. Yeah. Uh, She said, but slightly updated, so not rotary, but has buttons with numbers to press. It would ring all the time. We thought the batteries were dying, so we replaced them. Still kept happening. So we took the buttons out of the phone completely. Still would ring. Mm. My uncle was in the hospital with organ failure, and we knew his time was up. My sister could not come to the hospital because she had a newborn, so she was home with my nephew while the rest of us went to the hospital to spend the time remaining with my uncle. My uncle passed at 8.39 p.m. on August 4th, 2011. I called my sister. She is screaming. The kid's phone rang at 8.39 p.m., and when she picked it up to play along with my nephew... A man was laughing on the other end. Oh, no, (laughs) no, no, no. That reminds me of, remember the Twilight Zone episode? I don't know. Where the kid's phone was ringing and it was coming from, the the phone line was in the grandmother's grave. So she was calling from beyond the grave. Like the phone line had landed on her grave. And so she was able to communicate. That reminds me of that. Gives me chills. Christina's loaded. Yeah, no, loaded. I want to live in that world for a minute. So she's in our chat right now. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's overrated. It's not that great. Yeah, it's not that great. All right, Bethany, back to my story. Here we go. This is from Karen. Great. Hello, Karen. Hi, Karen. Do you need to speak to the manager? Stop it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Greetings, goth queen Bethany, dark king Dennis, and royal fluffy subject Minerva. This is the way most people should address us, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, and we should add a family crest. Oh, yeah. I hope this spooky season finds you well. My scary story takes place around 1997 when I was in high school. I was in my full-on baby goth witchy years. Hell yeah. I mean, I hope you never grew out of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in mine. During that time, I lived in a small town in Connecticut where boredom was a recipe for idiocy. There was this abandoned factory down the street from my house that all the teens would hang out in and party. It was crumbling all over, littered with graffiti, scattered with beer cans, and the occasional used condom. Nice. Nice. There was old rusty machinery everywhere and many things and obstacles that could kill you, like a huge drop-off into a creek below where the wall was caving in. (gasps) No one knew what this factory was originally used for. There were lots of rumors that it was haunted. My friend Tristan and I decided we were going to go over to the factory with all of our ritual supplies and see if we could summon a spirit. We were fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Did she write that? Yeah. Awesome. No one was there, and we set up our circle, candles, pentagram, etc. You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started to do our invocation or what have you. It was one of those gloomy, drizzly days, and it started to lightly thunder. As our eyes were closed... We started hearing this grinding, clicking sound. It was squealing, like something rusty was clanging on it. Machinery. It got louder and louder. Behind us, one of the old machines came on, or sounded like it was. Creak, click, clack, scraping metal, squeal. We screamed, blew out our candles, threw our shit in our bags, and ran out of there scared shitless. (laughs) It was absolutely fucking terrifying. (laughs) That's so scary. So lastly, I wanted to know what this factory was 
There was no internet, so I went to the library. <gasps> I think I used microfiche to oh, look through newspapers. Like a horror movie. Raise your hand if you are microfiche years old. <laughs> I am. Eventually, I discovered that the abandoned factory was a motherfucking chicken slaughterhouse. Oh my gosh. I didn't even want to think about those machines and what they were used for. That's so scary. The factory was haunted by chickens. We summoned chicken demons. <laughs> the end. I swear this is true. That's crazy. That's amazing. If you're in an abandoned factory where everything's rusty and dusty and one of them turns on after you invoke the netherworld, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's so scary. But I also love that the chickens are like, fuck you. We fuck won't you. go. <laughs> fuck know, you. Know. You know? I know. They see a human. They're like, you're who killed me. Bethany, you're up. You're up next. Lady Bethany. This is from Christina. <gasps> you're just re- you're just what what are you her autobiographer? Well, this is it's easier for me to just keep the page with all of no, them than for, right. you know, right. go back and forth. No, you're right. Okay. I'm sorry. Same house. Okay. December 2011. Same with the white white-haired lady? Same house of that one. White lady? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a newborn and my son's father had decided babies aren't really his thing, so he left us at the hospital and disappeared forever. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, am I right? I wrote that. (laughs) Come on. So now I am unexpectedly back with my parents and trying not to impose on them too much. Mm. My son was not down with this plan and he was shrieking like a banshee. I decided to pace up and down the hallway to see if walking might help lull him to sleep. Yeah. I didn't want to turn on a bunch of lights since it was late and a nightlight was on in the kitchen, lighting the hallway just enough for me to be able to spot the cats if I was getting close to stepping on a tail. (laughs) So I turned left to walk towards the front door, and a shadow passes in front of the nightlight. Mm. I turn around to begin walking the length of the hallway back towards the kitchen, and there are a circle of women dressed in long, old-fashioned dresses nope. standing around the kitchen table. I'm fucking out, dude. I'm Everyone out. Everyone has their hands on the table and their heads down like they're in a private huddle. What the fuck? One of their heads snaps up and she is glaring at me like we're disturbing them. I pivoted with my screaming baby and went right back into the bedroom, closed the door, and started praying that they weren't plotting to steal his little soul. Oof. He seems okay. IDK, let's see what the teen years bring. Christina, holy shit, dude. Like, you okay? You all right? You okay? You need help? Do you need us to, like, you know, call the, the Warrens? They're dead. They're both dead. But you know what? That probably wouldn't stop them. No, they, they could work from the grave. I'm, I'm sure, sure they figured that out. They probably have. They're they're monetizing their afterlife. Absolutely, they yeah, are. Yeah, they're definitely doing that. Um, Are Oof. you done with yours? No. You have I have another one? I have another one from R. R. Last Halloween, we had come home from our town's spooky Halloween walk and decided to watch a movie. We should see if there's a Halloween walk. Yeah, yours. definitely. Yeah. We were in high spirits because the neighborhood seemed so happy, plus the weed. No, I added that. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's inappropriate. Inappropriate. Little kids and dogs in costumes on all of Main Street. I love that. Everyone was full of life, especially as it was really the first year since lockdown that people felt safe to celebrate. We joked because we live next to the woods, and that if anything scary would have happened tonight, it would be so fun. We were wrong dead wrong because not 15 minutes later we started to hear wailing coming from the woods thinking it was an animal or even someone else watching a movie because we live in an apartment complex we shrugged it off 
and kept playing the movie. When it ended, and we were finally ready to accept that Halloween was over, we sat still in silence and decided to listen for the noise again, just to be sure everything was okay. And then we heard it again. The wailing, followed by an abrupt silence. And then, help me, in a low female voice. From Rachel. What's the likelihood that someone was actually in distress in the woods? Yo, that sent chills up my spine because that could have been... That, yeah, that woman could have been... I mean, fuck. Uh, holy shit, fuck. So I emailed her back. Yeah. I said, do you think someone was actually in trouble or was the voice surprisingly close? So this is what she wrote back. So the voice we heard was actually police sirens. We saw them outside our apartment window in our complex. It seems like something did happen. We're just not sure what. Or someone else heard it and called the police. It's still a mystery. Wow. Oof. Oof. That's fucking rough, man. That's so scary when, because that's the other thing. Yeah. Is what if it's actually something? I know. But if it's like you hear a wail and then someone right behind you is like, Dennis, that's not a person. I've heard. Okay, so here's my, the few times I've had something like, supernatural happened to me yeah or like just a weird brush with someone who has passed away um i was really close with my grandmother Mm. on my my mom's mom mom and mama c and um i heard her voice distinctly say hey den because she used to call me den yeah yeah and so i've that's happened i've i hear her voice sometimes like distinctly it's her voice that's awesome i know you've never told me that yeah it's happened here Really? Yeah, and I get a chill down my spine, and I'm like, because it's usually, I think it's so, like I'm in a half state of sleep, mm-hmm. you know, that and my sense. mind is sort of, I'm, I'm in that weird state of like my mind is probably unpacking something. Sure. You know, or but, you're in a liminal state, and the veil is so very thin in that state, and yeah. your grandma's able to get through. Look, I'll take either one as long as I get to hear a voice. Um, this is from Christina. Okay. Maryland, mm. 2021. Okay. I'm speaking with my brother's two teenage stepchildren who lived in the basement apartment I moved out of when I left. Mm. So this is that other house. We're sitting around trading stories, and now they're old enough to really talk openly. I tell them the story about the old blonde woman. Oof, duh. The boy goes pale, and the girls start screaming, oh my god, oh my god, she's real, she's real. When they were kids, they had bunk beds, and they would have to sleep facing the wall because the blonde woman would bend down and peer into their faces while they slept. Oh. They moved to another apartment in Queens and thought they had left her behind. Yeah. They had one of those doors with glass window panes. They laid down to sleep first night in their new bedrooms. They turn and the blonde woman is peering at them from behind one of the glass panes. They moved to Maryland. Fuck. She's 15, he's 17. They think enough time and space has passed and the blonde woman is in New York. They lay down to sleep in their beds. Blonde woman <sighs> is hovering over the boy one last time. No, she needs to start paying rent. She needs some boundaries. There's no boundaries. No boundaries. They haven't seen her again since the move. They didn't tell the adults because they thought no one would believe them. And I didn't tell them when they were little so I wouldn't scare them they still had to live there. I had no idea the blonde woman had ever been spotted by anyone other than me. Holy shit. And that's from Christina. <sighs> you know, I'm like, Christina, man, 
you got to write this. You got to like write a movie or something like you or let us buy the rights to your life because that's like these so this, scary. So scary. So are you've read all of yours, right? The three that you bestowed to okay. me, I have read. So Christina sent one very long one. Would you like me to read it to you? Yes. Or do but you want me I to- have to go to the bathroom sure. first? All right, I'm ready for this. Bethany, the real horror is as you get older, yeah. can't hold your pee in that much anymore. <laughs> the real horror is The real horror is a weaker bladder. Yeah. All right, this is from Christina. Hmm. This is a long, wonderful story. Okay. So sit back, relax, you know, huff some paint, whatever you do. I don't huff paint. Christina says, join me on the journey from New York to Puerto Rico in July 1999. I am the oldest child. I was 17, my brother was 13, and my sister was 9. We had never gone on a family vacation, so this was supposed to be our great big getaway. We went to visit my mom's family, and my dad was meeting us out there at the end of the week. We visited family members and had a generally uneventful time. My mother is a character. An irresponsible one. She likes to drink and be left alone, don't we all? I mean, look... Sounds like she's living her best life to me. She assumes we were all okay, but as long as we did not disturb her, she was not going to come looking for us. I was mostly in charge of keeping the other two alive. I take that job seriously and was everything from a lifeguard to a referee. The usual, just add tropical heat. So we were enjoying our dysfunctional family reunion until we went to visit my mom's cousin. She lived alone in a house on a hill and it was secluded. you got to be kidding me. Come on. There was a main road down the hill, but nowhere to stop. No stores nearby, nothing but that house on the hill. It's common for houses in Puerto Rico to have these wrought iron gates around the porches there. They fence you in completely. The house was all one level, so when you walk into the living room, there was a bedroom on either side of you. Then the kitchen was off to the left, and there were bathrooms and other bedrooms to your right. It kind of felt like a capital letter T. Walking in felt narrow, and then the hallway off to the right led to more rooms. I didn't really do much exploring, but it felt like the right side of the house just had a lot of rooms. (laughs) So we went into this house, and it felt cold. Really cold. A breeze that we hadn't felt in any other house we'd visited. But we didn't ask questions because we only had to stay one night. In the morning, my brother said he saw a monkey hanging from the chandelier in the living room, but he likes to make up stories and exaggerate things. Typical middle child, we ignored him. (laughs) I'm a middle child. (laughs) Sounds so proud of that. The real horror is the middle child. (laughs) The real horror is being overlooked. Just kidding. My family pays so much attention to me. Too much. Stop paying attention to her, everyone. I had a boyfriend tell me that I would never succeed in life because my family was too supportive. Oh, Jesus. You had some horrible boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. I like you a lot. Yeah, I like you too. Okay, good. Middle child. Christina continues. Yeah. It came time to get my dad from the airport, and we discovered there wasn't enough room in the car for all of us to go. My brother insisted he was not staying behind, so I said, sure, I'll stay with Sam, the youngest girl, uh, and I'll wait for them to drive to the only airport at the time in San Juan. They were expecting it to take maybe three to four hours round trip. It's not like I had any other options, so I said I was okay with staying. My mom's cousin locked the gate from the outside and got in her car. At that point, I got a sinking feeling in my stomach. 
I survived the height of the crack epidemic in the 80s in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. <laughs> I like to think my survival skills are better than the average bear. Yeah. No part of me liked being caged into this strange house like an animal. They drove away down the hill, and I looked at my sister and said, Okay, let's put on a Disney movie to kill time. <laughs> we went to turn on the movie, and there was nothing but static. It wouldn't work. I mean, that's a joy for me. I'd be like, yes, thank God. No Disney. <laughs> I looked around for something to do, and suddenly a cold breeze came through the house. Oof. In, the, in Puerto Rico? Yep. There's no cold breezes in Puerto Rico. The bird in the cage went crazy. It was beating its wings against the bars of the cage and squawking like mad. I looked at my sister and then at the kitchen and told her to stay there while I went to peek and see if maybe there was an open window and that could explain the wind. I walked into the kitchen. The windows were closed. They all had bars on them like the front of the house. Mm. I turned around to walk out of the kitchen, and there was another gust of cold wind. Every cabinet door flew open. The drawers with silverware opened, and everything rattled. I looked down the hallway and saw a dark figure walk into the bathroom. The bird looked like it would break its neck and wings, just thrusting itself at the side of the cage in desperation to get out. I took the cage off the stand and screamed for my sister to go outside. This is why I love Christina, because she brought the bird with her. Yeah. I was going to walk down the hill, bird, little sister and all. I was willing to take my chances with a passing pervert abducting us rather than staying in that house with a dark demon. When I stuck my hand through the bar to turn the key and open the gate, I discovered that my mom's cousin had locked the gate and taken the key with her. Oh my God. There was no getting out. No. All of the windows had bars. There was nowhere left to go. Listen, just saw your way out. (laughs) Chew your way through the bars. Yeah. I opened the door, grabbed two chairs, and slammed the door shut. I set the chairs against each other, back to back. So they're outside now, but inside the gate, but outside the house. Yeah. I had my sister face the road to keep watch for our family, while I faced inside the house to make sure nothing was sneaking up on us. The birdcage was at my feet, since that's the best I could offer all of us. I don't know how many hours we sat like that, I wasn't counting. I didn't dare move. We just sat there. Holy shit. Eventually, my sister sees the car winding its way up the hill, and our cousin unlocks the gate, and we ran away from the house. I told my mom something was in there, and I was not going back inside. She said, oh, I know. Their grandfather had died in bed while the family was away for the weekend, and it was so hot inside the house that by the time they found his corpse, he was badly decomposed and his skin was discolored. Other people had died in the house before him, too. I asked my mother why on earth she would leave us there and not mention this beforehand. She said, well, if I told you, you wouldn't have stayed, and we had no more space in the car. Her cousin neglected to share this fun fact with us. She continued to live in the house for many years. It was eventually sold and turned into a nightclub. Yeah. The club had to shut down, though, because the lights would turn on and music would start playing even when the club was closed. Yep. People did not want to party with the demons. Nope. And that is the story that I love. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank everyone who sent in stories yes number one christina (laughs) thank you so much for sharing your entire 
uh, uh, haunted life with us. And checking in with the chat right now, Christina says that she has more. <laughs> oh my God. Send them in. Send them we'll in. do part two next episode. Yeah. I want to thank Rachel. I want to thank Nicole. And I want to thank Karen as well for sending in. If you want to hear your story read on the air or on over the airwaves, yeah. the check in mailbox at gmail.com. We are taking one more round of these, yeah. and then that's it. So make sure you get them to us, the check in mailbox at gmail.com. And don't send them anywhere else. Don't DM us or mention them on Patreon. We won't no. see it. We want to make sure we have them all yes. in one space. It must go to that email. Yeah. We will not read them if, they sent to, if they're sent to DMs or to the Patreon messaging. You just use the yeah. mailbox. It's easier for us, and then yeah. you won't get lost in the exactly. sauce. Exactly, exactly. Um, Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this uh, spooky episode. We certainly did. Yeah, this was awesome. And Dennis. Yes. Anything you want to say on the way out? Yeah, you can find me at Dennis Callow on everything and at DennisCallow.com. And if you want to check out our spooky movies, uh-huh. go to uh, YouTube. Doors is on there and Lonely Hearts is on there. Lonely Hearts is a horror comedy. Yeah. While Doors is a four minute little creeper. Yeah. So YouTube.com. Uh, slash at symbol Dennis Callow. You could find all of my short films there. Yeah. And it's the perfect time to sort of revisit them if you haven't watched them. Absolutely. And Doors uh, was our quarantine short. Yes, we, we made it with like just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it with just the two of us and it's something I'm really proud of because there's some movie. fun camera work in it yeah. and uh, it's just a really creepy little four minutes. Totally. Yeah, Bethany, um, what about you? Yes, you can go to Bethany Watson for all your Bethany Watson needs. Make sure to check out Bewitch Your Wardrobe. Your yes. first month of unlimited rental swaps is free and then mm-hmm. it's just $50 a month after that. Also, if you want to support us and the show, because we can't do this without you. We can't do this without our patrons. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Dennis Callow. My name, our Patreon. Hell yeah. $5 and up uh, gets you a lot of stuff. Yeah. And there's so, other levels. One, two, yeah. 20, 35, yeah. 10. That's out of order. But you got you yeah, get you what get you idea. can afford. And we'll be launching our own Hero Hero page soon. Mm-hmm. Hero Hero is a site that's new in the States. They've uh-huh. been doing it overseas. Yep. And it's like Patreon, but it's easier for everyone. Easier for everyone. So we decided we're going to make that jump. And for a limited time, if you sign up at $5, you're going to get everything yep you get it for life for five dollars the price will never go up you'll be locked in for life yep uh and we will announce when that happens yes. so if you've ever been on the fence about joining because it might seem too expensive now you can get everything yeah for just five dollars a month and that is a lot we will keep our patreon open there's a lot of stuff we'll answer those questions but yep. just put that in the back of your brain yep that it's a thing that's coming up. If you got $5 a month and you enjoy lots of content, consider it. Because it would be helping our show and it would be helping us keep going. So thank you very much. Dennis. What? This was wonderful. I loved this. Gentle listener, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to check, check in. in. I have to go to the bathroom again. again? Yeah. <laughs>